Blog Talk Radio. We are a nationally recognized Vitiligo support community celebrating 10 years of our podcast. I am coming to you today live from Boston with my show uh, entitled Your Journey with Vitiligo. And I'm excited to have special guests from throughout our community sharing with you. So stand by now for my next guest who will introduce himself. Thank you. Hello, and coming to you live with my guest, who is Dawn. Hello, Dawn from Indiana. How are you? I'm good, Valerie. How are you today? Very, very good. I'm excited to have you on. You've been supporting and assisting our Indiana Fearfully and Wonderfully Made group. So tell me a little bit. Family life, children, education, anything you want to tell me, marriage, anything you want to tell. Who is Dawn? Who is Dawn? That's a good question. Um, I will be 42 next Saturday. Uh, I'm kind of proud of my age. I thank God for my age. I can't be ashamed because I'll be missing all my blessings. Amen. Um, but I'm 42. Um, I'm married. I'm married to a pastor. Pray for me. Um, we've been married for 13 years in July, his birthday on the 12th. Um, we have two girls and a son. We have a grandson. Um, they live about 20 miles away from us. But we have teenagers. Pray for us again. Um, they're going through. But just being able just to share our testimony to our children with Vitiligo. I think my baby, she she's 15, and I'm thinking she, her skin is changing. So I'm keeping mm-hmm. my eye on that. So this would be a blessing to her and allow her to walk in the skin that she's in. It's a blessing to me as well as to her. Um, I have a master's from college. It's, that was a testimony in itself. But I thank God for that testimony. It's done. And the only way I go mm-hmm. back is you tell me face-to-face, go back to school. So I finished that back in November. Um, see, I've had vitiligo all my life. My mom said I was born with vitiligo on my right on my right leg, on the back of my mm. leg. Uh, so that's been almost 42 years ago. And it ain't gradually spread till I was in high school. From my freshman all the way up to my senior year, that's when it spread it okay. dramatically. So let me, ask you, let me ask you a question. So your mom noticed it when you were about how old? I was, she said I was born with it, actually. Born with it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, so you you did you go at any point to a doctor to be officially diagnosed and tried any treatment for it? I was fourteen when uh-huh. it really started to spread, and my I was a freshman. That's when he finally diagnosed me, saying, "Yeah, that was good lie though." But that was a year I believe that Michael Jackson he started changing his colors. Uh-huh. And, I, and I was like, oh, okay, well, I'm the only one because I was the only one in town that had, that looked like me, was me and myself. And then I seen Michael Jackson on TV. I said, like, okay, well, I'm not alone. So I began to embrace it then. And so, I had a, so prior to you seeing Michael Jackson or even from your fa- talking with your family, does anybody else in your family have it or did you know, did your parents know about Villago? I didn't know I had a cousin. Um, it was about five, six years ago that I realized that she, I found that she had little I go. So mm. I, then, and and then when my my aunt said I had like it goes back. She and she told me to go back three to three different generations because she said my uh, uncle from two generations ago had it, which I've never mm-hmm. met him. So I was she met him, but. Uh, I've never seen them. So she told me that. So five years ago, that's when I met my other cousin, which is a woman, and she we met up, and she actually wrote a book. And I was like, oh, that's a blessing, because I heard that it could be sometimes hereditary. That's right. That's right. Voila. Wow. Here we go. So yeah. I really began to say, I'm really not by myself. So then, I okay, I can, I can do this journey with somebody else that knew the struggle having been like though. Right. So let's go to when you were 14. Here you were 14 and a freshman in in school. Um, where was the vitiligo at that point? On your face, on your hand, where, where was it at that point? 
of this journey. At that point, it was on my arm. Uh-huh. Yeah, and so I... So nothing on your face at this point? No. Nope, just okay. my arm. And the back in the spot on my, on my leg. And I then and now, it had to be bigger to like a quarter size on my on the back of my leg. Uh-huh. So for teenagers are rough. So how was oh, that, yeah. that period for you with the kids seeing this stuff on your arm? What were they saying? Were you being bullied at all? Nope. They Good. were... They they must have been scared or nervous to say anything to me about I have friends. And then at that time, I was in choir, and we would perform with dresses that showed the legs, the arms, the face, everything, the, even the mm. chest. You know, we, we performed with a dress on that was appealing, you know what I'm saying? So, but no, no, no stares, no questions. They, I guess they kept it down for who Don was, and they looked mm. behind past the, the skin color. Yeah. That's good because we've heard so many stories that it is the total opposite, Dawn. So you, you're, you're blessed. And People are scary. really... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Too much. So when did you start using any kind of treatment? If you really started seeing it at 14 more on your body, did you start using any kind of treatment? Only treatment I used is when we had choir concerts and I wore makeup. And I hated makeup. I didn't like the feel on it. I didn't like the, the cost of it. I didn't like spending too much time on makeup. So the only mm-hmm. treatment I had was wearing makeup during choir concerts. Mm-hmm. Now, you're, you're at, at, at this age with the choir, you're in freshman. Where were you? Where were you? Junior in high school, where were you? Say what? When you were talking about these choirs and using this makeup, where were you in high school at this point? We was uh, we just did choir concerts in the auditorium, but I knew when we had like to go outside for um, field days or anything, I knew I had to protect my skin because I knew right. there was a chance of me getting burnt. Right. I could be like the other people and not wear suntan lotion. That can be me because instead of me getting tan, I get burnt. Right, exactly. Really red and hot stuff. Oh yeah, and irritable and not yes. it's a bad. It's a bad feeling to get burnt. Now the other part of uh, you know our teenage years is the you know beginning to like boys and you know things are happening with our bodies, um, boyfriends. How was that for you? It was good. I I don't know. I don't, I guess the guys embraced the discoloration. I have no idea. They they embraced me. You know, they like Don for who they like Don's personality. I yeah. Was, I was a homebody. I was I considered myself an introvert, but somehow or another that extrovert come out when I began to you know relax and just have fun with life. Mm. I had no I had no problem with dates. Only thing I did, I didn't just, I didn't go to prom because I was too cheap. I didn't want to spend my heart on money on some prom dates <laughs> in the past couple of hours. <laughs> but I mean, the guy, the the boys were decent. Good. I didn't get a lot of questions. I mean, I didn't get a lot of stares. So you 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 finishing up with high school. You're in college. How was college life and and dealing with the vitiligo on this journey? I. I finished I finished uh, high school and I only did like a semester and a half of college. It wasn't mm-hmm. at that time that was not my calling. So I waited to go to college to after I had my kids and got remarried. Right. But I mean, okay. from high school to my twenties, it was decent. I got married to my first husband. He even said, "You you you're sexy." Go go hit a strip club and become like Vanilla Ice or somebody. I don't know what he remembered, but yeah, I mean, he, he complimented me. He never felt like I was out of place. He always he gave me compliments. He he embraced the skin yeah. that I was in, allowed me to know that I can also embrace the, the skin that I was in. So right. I mean, right. I, the only difference was between a regular woman of the middle twenties was that we had to be. I had to be careful not to be in too much sun. Right, right, right. 
and then here you are married to uh, a pastor at, at some stage, uh, first lady with vitiligo. How was that adjusting to being a pastor's wife and having to be well, involved in things? Well, when we when we got together, my I was about eighty percent of losing my color, my original color. Mm. And so now my only thing that my original color I have left is on the back of my ankles. And there's just like a few, few marks left. So actually they consider, they, it's like a joke. I consider it's a, it's a blessing, a testimony. You look like a white lady. Right. No, I'm not a white lady. I'm a black lady just from probably the wrong way. So, (laughs) I mean, just to be honest with me, they see they don't really they haven't seen my natural natural color because they be right. like okay well pastor has a white wife but they all actually know it's a joke and yeah he's ha- he has African American wife exactly exactly wow now you have children um, how children ask questions about everything how will your children go as they coming up young five six seven you know. How, elementary, middle school, what sort of questions are they asking their mother with the skin condition? Um, they would ask, I mean, what, what's wrong with your skin? And I, mm-hmm. my daughter, she loves Michael Jackson. So she seen from Michael when he was younger, when he was darker complected, to where he was when he died. So she, mm-hmm. and I, and I was a great picture. Well, this is mommy, this is what mommy looked like when I was younger, and this is what I look like now, as with Michael Jackson. So I can use, you know, his his color as mm-hmm. an example to me to break it down to them so they can really understand it. That's good. And good. Yeah, and even like they're in high school, my mama, she's black, but she might look white, but she's actually black, just on cross her, and you know, <laughs> and, that, and that allowed them to brace their other friends, you know, both, both any color. You know, yeah. let me love you for who you are. I'm not going right. to judge you for your skin color. And Ashley, I hate to say, they have and they're African they have more Caucasian friends than they do African American friends. And I believe mm-hmm. that's because of what how we raise them to look right. at look at the person's inside, look at their heart, their look color. how they care. Right. Don't look at the outside because it's just color, and God loves us all the same. Mm. Amen to that. Amen to that. Now, you know, um, I had a conversation with another woman uh, a month ago, and she she has a kindergartner, and she would go to the school to pick up the child. And she said the kids would always ask, what's wrong with your mommy? And she's a little child. Kindergartner oh, told the mommy, oh, don't, mommy, don't come back to the school to pick me up. How is oh, your kid, oh. you know, you have to come to a parent meeting. How do they deal with that as your skin, as your face is beginning to change? Well, see, when I had them, they it was already changed. Oh, you okay. know, just, just like, it was like 75% left when they was born, you know. Okay. So they actually seen mommy lighter than what my original color is. And then my sisters, they're they was the same color as they're now they're the same color as I was then. So they can mm-hmm. see the different shades. So we're right. high yellow. Um, we're high yellow kids. Now just like a couple of shades lighter than what I actually was now. Mm. But really was, and then I think it would be different if I was like my daughter, my youngest daughter's complexion is cause she's darker. She's a darker right. complexion. So and I, that would probably be a difference to her. I probably would have had to answer more questions or like that young lady that she, you said that she didn't want to go to, the baby didn't want her to go to school. I think I probably would have been in that situation if I was a darker-skinned lady. Mm, I don't know. Yeah. Never, we never had to deal with that kind of issue. Yeah. It's a blessing. That's a blessing. So you've come through with, with the journey of you have been born with it coming through, being diagnosed, 14, really noticing it. You're moving from your arms to the back of your legs and coming on up. Here you are, adult, young adult to adult, married and mother with children. And, you know, what would you say even from your younger years, You identify some people that you can honor today that you would call strong support for you on this journey? Who would I, I 
for winning, it would be. And I and I, I appreciate the fact that she, that Kyra Banks put her on her show to allow other other women, even at that, to embrace their little light girl, you know, to love them for themselves. I even had one moment just a couple of years ago. That, and I woke, I was asleep, and I was like, well, I just feel ugly. And, you know, I don't feel like I'm worthy to be here. Mm. I think I got real burnt that weekend or something, and it was it was miserable. I was My skin mm. was feeling. I didn't know what was going on. Um, and I said, Lord, I don't know if I can do this, you know. And he, uh, hmm. he woke me up. He said, Don, get a mirror. And he, and he said, repeat this scripture. I, I made you for your mm. fearfully and being made. Wonderfully. Mm. I said, wow. And it just took me a moment just to sit by. I'm like, Lord, you didn't make a mistake when you made me. You know, I've been dealing with this then at that time, 35 years, you know, and or 30, yeah, 35, 36 years. I have a testimony to share with someone else that may be going through. And then sure enough, not even three weeks later, I see, I see Denise. From, Indi- from Indianapolis, Indiana, with her group. The, um, uh, Don, I'm going to ask you to hold. Somebody, okay. I have a caller wants to talk to you. Hold on a second. Hello and welcome. Who's calling, please? And state where you're calling from. This is, this is Denise Blank from Indianapolis, oh. Indiana, with Fearfully and Wonderfully Made. Hi, Denise. I'm listening to the show, and I just wanted to to get on here before uh, you guys finished. And I just want to sing Dawn's praises because I'm so thankful uh, for her uh, being a part of uh, Indiana, fearfully and wonderfully made. I just want everyone to know how what a hard worker she is. And she has just got in there and rolled up her sleeves, um, especially as, as I was uh, – Losing Belinda, it seems like mm. God just brought her to to, oh, to oh. us to just step in. Her, her and um, Shamel Renee, they were yeah, just yeah. They have just been holding my arms up. You know how Moses, yes, yeah. uh, uh, Joshua, and and somebody else yeah. holding Aaron holding up his arms. That's yeah. the way I feel about Dawn and oh. Renee. They are just uh, two magnificent people with vitiligo that, um, you know, are, are just boots on the ground. Well, God knows what we need, when we need, what yes. we need. Yes. And yes. as you were losing someone, yes. he had a ram in the yes. bush. Yes. That's my favorite uh, Yep. <laughs> yep. Yes, look at, look at well, we, we thank you for calling in. She was just getting ready to talk about I, y'all. So look at God, man. I look sure at God. <laughs> I have one question that she can answer later, and that is, what what would you tell your younger self? Ah. You know, knowing what you know now, what would yeah. you tell your younger self? That's a good uh, one. Yep. Take it away, Don. You're gonna answer All right. that. What would All you right. tell thank, your younger self? Thank you so much for calling. Keep listening. Thank, Thank you, baby. You, All right. What I would tell myself was to continue to let look, continue to let God love me, and He would give me the love that I need to continue to love myself. Oh, that was powerful. Mm. Wow. That was out. <laughs> that was beautiful. That was and I Ouch. feel like if I can, if God can love me, I can love myself. Then I can love others, and then others can love me. That's right. That was an ouch moment. Wow. Yeah, that's what I would tell And yeah. the whole thing is a setup. Look, I didn't know you were getting ready to talk about, you know, because that was like my next question. Apart from the support around you, family and all, talk about your support system in the group, and here you go. So take it away. Tell us about I, the I opportunity. Know. How did you get connected with Indiana and all of that? We, it's, and back to the testimony I was sharing, he and he just a, a few weeks later after that that um, encounter with the Holy Spirit, he we was at a restaurant over in Indianapolis and we lived about forty five minutes away from Indianapolis where Denise lives, and we mm-hmm. went to the restaurant. I seen another young lady that has little Igo and she's a model now. I can't remember her name. I'm sorry, 
But um, as she went to the restroom, and I said, well, you know what? I, and I was looking at her when we was in the lobby waiting to go in to eat, and she went to the restroom, and I, I had to go to the restroom too. But I said, you know what? You're beautiful just the way you is. You know, mm. you're beautiful and made. And sure enough, she had sat down and talked to her mama and told her what I had said. And her mama came to me, and she gave me a bracelet that said mm. Denise's name and said Fearfully and Wonderfully Made, Inc., wow. from Indianapolis, Indiana. Wow. I said, wow. I said, look at God. And then all of a sudden, I got on the phone. I got the bracelet, and I looked on the bracelet, and it had Denise's number on it. And then from mm. then on, three and a half, four years later, we've been tight ever since. And then, thank mm. God for Denise, and Fearfully Wonderfully Made, I made I made a Valerie. Hey. All the wonderful people are good friends. So it's been a journey. I'm loving it. I'm loving it. I'm loving it. You see, too often when we find ourselves in situation, whatever the situation is, and for us it's vitiligo, we, we look yeah. at the bad yeah. side, the downside. But listen, God is in the midst of this, and look what he's done. Set you up. Yeah. You go in the bathroom. Yeah. I mean, look at the whole setup. You yeah. could not yeah. be humanly done. This is all God. He's awesome. He's awesome. And he knew that you needed a support group. And he That's set right. it all up. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. Now, were you? Ha- Go ahead. And was oddly enough, when I got connected with vet friends, I didn't know, and and maybe the doctors even told me when he diagnosed me that a vitiligo had some connection with um, with other diseases or conditions that we have in our body. And I didn't find right. that to vet friends that with my hypothyroidism and I'm anemic, yes. that's connected yes. to my vitiligo. Yes. See. I was like, wow, okay. Now I see why it really spread in more and more rapidly because I didn't get diagnosed with hypotension and or hypo, hypothyroidism, and I was in my late 20s. Mm, mm, mm. So, so that, you know, God is connected it all together like a puzzle piece. Oh, yeah. He connects yeah. all the puzzle pieces. Puzzle pieces are coming together. So yeah. because of your connection with, um, fearfully and wonderfully made that group. Would you say to somebody out there listening right now, wherever they are, would you tell them the, how important it is to connect to a group, what they get from doing that? It is very, very vital. You know, there's maybe days that you may be feeling down and out, or there may be days that, sadly enough, you try to take your life, but God has you here for a reason. Mm. Thank God for social media. Thank God for Twitter, Facebook, any any social media there is. There is a way to be a LIGO group all over this yeah. country. That there is no reason that you can be alone. There's no reason that you have to be alone. There's other yeah. people that know they're not they not be walking in the same in your shoes, but they they've had on your shoes a couple of times. Whether it be depression, whether it be Accepting that you're not going to one your testimony to share with your a testimony that you your test that you've been going through could be also your testimony to help someone else to let them know that you're not for yourself. Yeah, and that's what I feel when I get from vet friends and fearfully wonderfully made. That's beautiful. Well said. Well, let's take a break. Let's take a pause right here for about three four minutes. Uh, Get something to drink as I do some announcements, and I will be right back to you. Thank you, Dawn. Thank you. So, again, ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to Vit Friends Podcast, coming to you live. Um, I am your host of your journey with Vitiligo, Valerie Molyneux, president and CEO of Vit Friends. And we're honored to say that as of June 1st, our podcast is being sponsored by my vitiligos team please get to know them who they are what they're about my vitiligos team is the sponsor key sponsor of the world vitiligo day um, virtual conference that's happening this year on june 26. to get more information search for myvitiligosteam.com backslash resources. There you'll find all the information for the upcoming uh, virtual conference. 
and information about who and what my Vitiligo's team is all about. Uh, you want to connect, you want to get in touch because it is a wonderful resource. Um, you know, you get on Facebook sometimes and you can stumble on junk and things that you don't know, people friending you that you don't need to friend you. You're not looking for a boyfriend and all that. Whereas my Vitiligo's team is straight up for people with Vitiligo. There's no, it's no in, interaction with strangers that are not a part of this community. So that's why it's a beautiful thing. Uh, we're proud to report that our podcast, like I said, with the sponsorship, we're growing. Um, my show, as you've heard, is My Journey with Vitiligo. Uh, then we have my co-host and now the um, engineer to our um, podcast is Mark Braxton, co-leader in North Carolina, uh, and his is Living Life and Love, talking about how you're living and how you're loving with Vitiligo. And new to our list is Tiffany Grant out of New York. She's the co-leader of Vit Friends New York, and she is coming on board with a new show entitled, it's called Vitiligo. We've also added Tiffany to the Vit Friends board, and Tiffany also is um, the ho- will host on the Vit Friends a brand new group <laughs> called Women's Workshop. And my goodness, um, within the last just this last week, the enormous amount of people. I think just by yesterday, she had 50 people asking to be friends with the group. So things are happening. Again, um, coining the phrase and using it as much as we can out of Indiana. Um, Our leader who just called in, Denise, has taught us to say that we are boots on the ground. We're working. We uh, are not here to be copycats or to, you know, tag along with anyone. We want to be leaders out front, out ahead of the game, and working for this community. We're honored to say that we're getting requests from the Caribbean. Uh, Trinidad is on target. Um, we have and uh, friends in Cuba. There's actually a VIT friends in Cuba, uh, led by Professor George. Um, and so that's that's there and, and working. But Trinidad is asking, St. Martin is asking, Barbados is asking, and Puerto Rico is asking all to be a part of this family. So we, we'll seek in legal counsel, and so we'll, we'll let you know what's happening with that. And finally, finally, again, get ready for the upcoming conference that's coming, the June 26th, we'll be here before you know it, and there's going to be great information from members of our community as well as from the doctors. You want to hear what's happening, um, like things like there is a um, treatment just about to be signed off by the FDA, and you want to hear those kinds of things, especially if you're a person in the community desiring treatment. Something is getting ready to be stamped approved. So stand by for that. You'll hear that. And if you don't know, be in the know that Vit Friends and uh, the, with five main leading characters, uh, original leadership uh, of Vit Friends, we are coming out. Our work is in process. Filming is in process for a documentary entitled More Than Our Skin. If you've not had a chance to see the clip, oh, my goodness, it's a must-see. They're working hard. The producers are working. Uh, Netflix is the aim and intent. And I'll give you a secret, a whisper, a secret, because your family, we're hoping to do 2022 in Minnesota for our annual conference. We're hoping to register about 400 people. And we're hoping to release that movie at Mall of America on the big screen. So you know it. You've heard it here first. Don't tell anyone. You're, you're my secret team. Um, but, yes, Mall of America uh, 2022, we're headed to Minnesota to make things happen. 
We love you. We bless you. And I want to get back to my conversation with Dawn. Dawn, are you here? I am. Awesome. Let's jump back in. It's so good to have you. So you would want to say today, and Denise is listening, has Fearfully and Wonderfully Made Support Group been a blessing to your life? Yes, ma'am. Tell us how. (laughs) Denise, I love Denise. If I need her, I know how to reach out to her. Just the other day I know and she's a blessing. You know, any, yeah. I can call her anytime I'm feeling low or she knows to pick me up and vice versa. Um, we believe in the power of prayer. We pray for each other, even if we're on the phone or in a conference, even a text. I just thank mm. God for Denise and um, Fearful and Wonderfully Made. They, they've, they've seen me through it quite a bit, so I, I thank God for them. Good. Now, have you been involved in any of the um, the Black Expo with Denise or the Roundtable? Have you had any um, done any of that with I, her? I, I did the Black Expo in Indianapolis a couple years ago. That was experience I would never forget. Seeing so many people, I'm, I went there as a you know visitor, but not actually to sit at a, a table and to mm-hmm. share my testimony with others. That and to even see others that look like me, and that, yeah. was, that was an awesome experience to say that you're really not by yourself. You're just like any other common person that has their life go, you know, going through their ups and downs. But just to share my testimony with those, that was a blessing. And like I mentioned earlier, I'm an introvert. God right. presented me to an extrovert to where I can come out of the, the back where I love to be at. And just get my hands dirty in the front, too, along with Denise. That was a beautiful experience at the Black Expo a couple of years ago. And then yeah. we had a chance to go to or do the Latina Roundtable um, via Zoom. And that was an awesome thing, too, just to be around doctors and, mm-hmm. and higher up studying vitiligo and studying other diseases and conditions that people may have to share that hey, we're, we're important people, too. We just have a situation that has not yet re- really received a cure, but allowing them to know that we want to be seen, too. We want to be noticed, too. We want, we, we want to walk along you guys that That's other right. people won't feel frightened or, or feel like they don't want to go home or leave the home because they're scared of what's going to be seen of the unknown of the outside world. So that was a blessing. That's beautiful. That's yeah. beautiful. I, I, totally, I totally love the, um, and I've asked Denise to give us a class. Uh, if, if folks don't know, Vit Friends offer classes, and one of the classes I asked for um, Denise to do is to come on probably three Saturdays and spend a half an hour or whatever just sharing um the experience at being at the Black Expo and what it's like to set up that table. My goodness. When she sent the picture of the table set up there, I was blown away. But you're saying you never had an opportunity to to really sit with her at that table? Is that what you're saying? No, I did sit with her. Okay. Us really working with one another. We we would, uh, you know, have our get-togethers as a group. But just going out and leave that booth on the ground, that was really getting our, that was me getting my boots on the ground, muddy, wet, and messy, yeah. anything. You know, baby, yeah. you're tired. I'm tired. I was excited to go to see what next God had open for us. And Denise mm. has been through it, and she's been to conference. I, I want to be like Denise when I get to be her age, and she's mm. 21. Yeah, man. <laughs> I want to be like Miss Denise, and also you, Miss Valerie, because I love you. Amen. I thank God for you because I don't doing this for ten, eleven years. You have been a blessing not only to me but thousands and thousands of people. But continue to do what God has of you, and thank no you. man take from you what God gives to you. Because thank I just you. don't know. You, you continue to mess with God's daughter, you will be judged. You will be judged. <clears throat> You know, I don't want to go there, but just continue mm. to do what God has to do, Miss Valerie, and best things are just to come. 
Amen. Amen. And I thank you for that because there was one night that I was on a call and, you know, I, I, I got off that call discouraged. I got off that call and I literally said on that call, it was, it was nice seeing you on the call. And I don't know if you remember me saying this, uh, we don't have to call any names or anything, but on that call, I literally said, I'm saddened by the fact that I orchestrated 2016 and encouraged people to go to the Capitol steps because oh, here I was oh. thinking I was doing a good thing. Oh. And over the years, just so much rattling and talking and all of that, it made it seem as if I did a bad thing. And so um, I, I was just so moved when we got off that call for you to send me a text saying be encouraged. I, I just needed that. I just needed that dose of medicine right there coming from your text yes, saying yes. be encouraged. So we have to I bless encourage you. one another. I bless because you. If we don't, you. Satan will take us up under, the, up under this world and then some. But that's his job. Satan's job is to steal, kill, and destroy. But right. he just don't know we're, we're, we're God's children. You know, we're God's daughters. Working in his battlefield, <laughs> it's not going to be hard. It's not going to be easy. It's not going to be... Oh, it's a piece of cake. No, it's hard. Nope. So that's how we know. If we continue to do our best and let God do the rest, it's all come, it's going to all come out for the good. That's it. That's it. If we are honest, open, upfront, be transparent so people can see that's you're not right. hiding anything. You're not, be as open as you can and be the vessel that God wants to use to do to make changes. Just be this open that's vessel. That's all... Listen, when I first started this, I had no clue what I was doing. And I right. had no one to turn to for guidance. So guess where I had to go for guidance? Only That's one right. place I could have gone for guidance. God, why are you putting this this goop thing on me? What am I going to do? And I just, I remember them, my grandmother would say, just go on your knees. If you want the answer, just go on That's your knees. right. I couldn't That's go right. to a group. I couldn't call Dawn. I couldn't call Denise. I didn't know where to go. So I went to the only place that I knew to go, and here we stand, 10 years with a podcast, 11, 12 years with a group, 13 groups. Who would have thought? That's right. That's awesome. Only God. Only God. Has nothing to do with me. I'm not that good. (laughs) Nothing to do with me. Do what you say. (laughs) Do what you say. I'm not even even worthy of it. But he, he, I believe he placed people in areas that he needed us to be at. And this is yeah. the area that he has you at. Just but, you best. know, if you're open, available, and willing to do anything, it doesn't matter. Okay. I used to play basketball. Yeah. If you were open, willing, available, your coach would use you. Your teacher That's would right. use you. Yeah. Your God will use you. <laughs> That's right. It's not rocket yeah. science. Open, willing, and available. Mm-hmm. And I guess I'm at the- that time, I was the one open, willing, and available. <laughs> yeah. And so yeah. I, I put my hands up with the surrender mode and say, okay, God, it's on you. If it fails, it's on you. If it looks good, it's on you. And so that's yeah. how I've been moving, and it's been working. That's it's good. been working. I looked at this thing and said, oh, my goodness, 13 groups. Wow. I never would have thought. That's wonderful. I never would have thought. And then you have calls from all over the world. All over. I remember that first conference, 2016, on the Capitol steps. I got about two or three letters from Africa. Can you get me a visa? Wow. To come to this country. Yeah, I got the letters here. Anybody want to see them come? Wow. You know, can wow. you get me visas to come here? The letters were coming from everywhere. And that was just a sign from God that that's it. He doeth all things well. That's all I got to say. He sure does. That yeah. does. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I, awesome. I must say, I don't say this often, I've gotten grief. I've gotten questions. 
about, well, if it's a support group, why do you always have to bring God into it? Excuse me, let me say it again. I've gotten questions um, from licensed dermatologists that have said to me, if it's a support group, why do you have to bring God in it? And so I learned a scripture when I was young, and it says, in him I live and move and have my being. I don't know if people understand what I'm saying. In him I live. I I would not be breathing or talking if it wasn't for him. I move, my limbs move, and I have my – so I'm under commission by a high Tell them why not. Okay. Ask them why not. Okay. Why not not can we not give him the credit? Um, it depends on who you are where you're at now. Okay. So why not? So I've had that from individuals, and I've had that even from dermatologists. But I'm so appreciative to God that when I look through all of the groups that are a part of us, the majority of our groups have people that call the name of God without shame or disgrace. Wow. And that, that wow. makes me happy. The majority of our members have no shame in their game. We get on a board meeting, and maybe three people will pray. I didn't ask them to pray. Wow. wow. Yeah. And so God has to be in this because it's so sad that the only time we want to mention him is when we're in trouble when we're that's sick right. and COVID is look, trying to take us out, that's when we yeah. want to call on yeah. him. It doesn't work that way, you know. <laughs> so I'm, I'm, I'm blessed to have people like you and Denise, and I won't call everybody's name, but you're on here, no, so I'll call yours. But you just text me after a, a, a meeting and say, um, you know, I, I wow, I, I was moved. And that's why, you know, you were on my, you were on my list to have a conversation with. You're on my list. Oh, so what I, I, is Pastor saying about what is Pastor said about your vitiligo and um, on this journey that you're on? What is as Pastor said about you? He loves me. He loves me for who Amen. I And actually, when I got when we got married, I was kind of self conscious at the time. I really didn't let everyone know what I looked like behind, like long sleeves or pants or. Mm. anything like that. And when we got married almost 14 years ago, I had a coming up moment. Even my family, mm. no, what distant family, knew what Don actually looked like from top to bottom. So that was my coming up moment. I had wore a sleeveless gown at our mm. wedding, and I, sh- I was able to show my chest and my arms. And I was Good like, here I am, world, here's the dog. <laughs> and, and me, and it's crazy Valerie, because I was really shy, even with my family, I really didn't talk. But then when I when I had that coming out moment, it was mm-hmm. like, wow, you can't get me to stop talking. Amen. Amen. So I mean, it, it, and he loves. I mean, he loves me. You know, he loves me for who I am, and I thank God Amen. for that. And yeah. it's it's been a blessing. It's been a blessing. And he knows now that I we want to plan trips to go outside, but he knows that his wife cannot be outside in, in the sun for a long time. And even right. we, we, like last year, we had church in the parking lot because we had to close our do- church doors. So we mm-hmm. had to actually have church in the parking lot. He said, well, my wife can't be out here too long. Baby, go in the sanctuary. Go, baby, put your sunscreen on. Baby, put your hat on. Do what Good. you can to not get <laughs> So it's a beautiful thing. Yeah. It's so amazing that God knows what we need. I say that all the time, what we need. And he puts the right people in your life. And, yes, you know, you have a husband that's understanding. It was so good to meet him when we did that couples thing. Uh, yeah, the couples that, was Zoom, that was good. That was good. So we thank God for him. Yes, yes. So what's next for for um, what's next for Dawn on, on this journey called life? Continue to keep our boots on the ground. Whatever. Mm. Denise has me working as her vice president. I never, I don't know what a vice president is besides church business. <laughs> Coming outside the church doors, you know, being a vice president with Denise. She knows Good. what 
she knows she knows how to push me. You know, she knows what I can do and she knows what I can't do. And Denise, she I love Denise. She Don, can you do this? I'm there. You know, I love being that woman versus just to go out and when she Denise can't, I can. You know, there's been meetings that Denise can't get on our Zoom meetings with right. dear friends. I, I right. have nothing else to do besides work and, and family, but they, they can wait. You know, God has a, a higher calling for me. Let's just do what, let's just see what God has for me. I don't know. That's it's, right. It's never, so whatever That's he has for me, I'm looking to it. You're open and available. That's it. Of That's course. it. That's it. And so the question I asked somebody earlier today if there was a treatment, because we know that the FDA is in the middle of, of some work right now, if yes, there was a treatment, a cure, let's use the correct word, if there was a cure developed that Don could have and be in the line for it tomorrow, would Don accept it? No. And why? Only because I, I embraced who I was years mm. ago. I don't want to go back. But mm-hmm. if I was a Don that just was diagnosed with vitiligo and the way the world is now, I probably would. Mm-hmm. Only just see what the outcome will be. And I've even had a conversation with my youngest daughter that her skin was trying to change colors. And actually, I do know somebody. I just thought about it. Her great grandfather had vitiligo, mm-hmm. and that's three generations. And something, okay, was she going to be that third generation that gets, I don't know. But she's embracing the skin that she's in. And she's, I said, Ma, do you want to have this treatment? She says, no, Mommy, because you raised me to love me for who I am. No, Mommy, because I'm your chocolate job is what she says, or what I call her. She's my chocolate job. I don't want to change skin. So I mean, mm. I would I love for people to do that because they it's hard for them to brace it or they want they don't right. like being out in the sun and have to be having an umbrella over their head or their long right. sleeves on. I would I would praise them for doing that, but me yes. right now to say no, I don't want to go. I don't. I love who I love who God made me to be. Amen. Amen. And I tend to ask that question because that's a conversation in the community that sort of split down the middle. There's those four and there's those that are not four. And, I mean, I I said it to my my other guest this morning. I am for a cure for anybody Mm -hmm. that want a cure. I'll hold up a sign for you in the middle of the street. I want a cure. But it's not for me. We have currently... 176 children a part of our Pen Pal Patch Children's Group. Their mothers and fathers want a cure for them. So I will stand up and hold a sign. But for me, no, not for me. I'm good. I'm accepting. I've come to terms with. I love all of this here. Yes. And then the word, the way, and I, and you mentioned the children. That's one thing I would, I'm, I'm very active with, with the, the cure mm. for our kids today because social media and, and TV and it, it takes our kids out of this world for nonsense. So right. I would push the cure, whatever answer they have for our kids to That's right. embrace, you know, to get their original color back so they won't be teased. Or they won't right. be bullied, or they won't be right. uh, tested by Satan. You know what I'm saying? Or the, at the weakest moment, that's when he gets them at their weakest right. moment, not doing anything. Especially now, or then when school, they couldn't go to school. All they see was the four walls in their home. Right. And so I, yes, I will push. I'm with you, Valerie. I will get my yep. sign for every hand that I have in my on my body to go yep. for. Let it go all the way. All the way. So before we leave. Here's a question. If there is somebody out there listening, number one, I think you may have answered it before about the importance of a support group. And the second part to the question is, if there's somebody out there, they just got a diagnosis. They are Mm -hmm. struggling. I dealt with a woman uh, three months ago in New York on the edge, want to end her life, leave behind the husband and the two boys, what would you tell them today? Encourage that person. 
to embrace the to embrace who you are, whether you're a believer or not believer. Love yourself. Get a mirror and look at yourself in that mirror with your feet, your index finger pointed back at you in your mirror and say you are special, you are kind, you are loved, you are beautiful from the inside out. You are worth something to someone else. Don't let this test become a tragic, but let this test mm. become a test. And then put the put the mirror down and run outside and say, I love myself. Ooh. Just don't get by. <laughs> don't get burnt by the sun. It's <laughs> beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. Yes, because, listen, I think it's, who says it? Um, Oprah, live your best life now. You look in that mm-hmm. mirror. Don said, hold the mirror up. You, didn't you say hold the mirror up? And hold you will see what you see in that mirror, but love yourself and That's live your right. life, your best yeah. life. That's beautiful. Love it. Love it. Well, I say you. At the end of the day, if it's not your time to leave, it's not your time to leave. You're not going anywhere. So don't hurt yourself. That's right. That's right. That Thank is you, totally Val. correct. You are welcome. Thank you for giving me this time. I so enjoyed this. Please give Pastor my regards, and I look forward to seeing you guys. We have to come together next year. Minnesota, we're going to Minnesota yes, next year. 400. We Hope want to clock in 400 people. But I awesome. love you, girl. Thanks for your support. Love you too, Valerie. Take care. Take care. God bless. Stay well. Bye-bye. Bye-bye now. So there you have it, ladies and gentlemen, my special guest, Dawn Alexander of Indianapolis, Indiana, supporting uh, and sharing uh, responsibility with the leader there, Miss Denise, who called in. We thank you, Miss Denise. We love you. We love you. We love you. What a woman you are. And Don has declared that. And we just want to say to our Vitiligo community, stay strong. Stay encouraged. You are blessed. You are uniquely designed. Oh, my goodness. Did you hear that? You are uniquely designed by the painter, the creator, the, the, the one who loves you more than anyone else. And so enjoy your life. Enjoy all that he's given into your life. Enjoy your vitiligo as well. Until he says differently, live your best life. Give it all you've got. Continue to celebrate. June, Vitiligo Awareness Month. Thank you to my Vitiligo's teams for sponsoring our podcast. We look forward to seeing you again real soon. Be blessed. Stay safe. Stay encouraged. God bless.